0: Hey friend, welcome back to the show. A few months ago, I did an episode called Faith Hacks on the Go, which was all about how to invite God's presence into your life as you are doing other things. Because as moms, it can be super hard to have that dedicated, quiet time with the Lord, even though it's really important. So when we don't have that opportunity How do we still meet with God and get refreshed and renew our minds and all of that awesome, great stuff? So if you missed that episode, go back to it and listen to it. It's pretty short. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. Now, because it's been one of my more popular episodes, I wanted to share a few more things that I've been doing in order to remind myself of the Lord's presence every day. Because ultimately, that's the key, right? Whether you're going through a really hard season or whether you're just kind of going along the daily rhythms of life and motherhood, we always need to fill ourselves up with faith and strengthen it because we're building our house, right? Just like Matthew 7, 24 through 25 says, "'Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock.'" Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. So when we know the Lord and we spend time with Him and we are able to recognize where He is working in our life, then that is going to increase your trust in God, which will undoubtedly give you the peace and the joy that we all long for no matter what happens in life. Now, on the show, I've had the wonderful honor to interview so many moms who have shared their testimonies of faith and how God has showed up in their lives through really, really difficult circumstances. I've also had moms talk about God's presence in just the daily rhythms of life, and they are equally powerful and uplifting. They are meant to inspire you, but hear this. At the end of the day, What's going to allow you to stand firm in whatever situation you might be in, whether it's for you or for your kids, your family, your friends, loved ones, ultimately you stand by your own faith. And if that sounds familiar to you, I'm quoting 2 Corinthians one twenty four. we want to work together with you so you will be full of joy for it is by your own faith that you stand firm. So this podcast is going to inspire you. It's going to lift you and encourage you. It's going to tell you that God is true to his character, that he's real, he's present, he's going to show up, but you have to experience it for yourself. And in order to do that, you have to spend time with God. Of course, reading the Bible, of course, praying, but also being aware and really alert for his signs. Tara Banks was on the show a few months ago to talk about that and how we wait on his wonderful wonders. And so she wrote a book about it as well. I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes because I think that's a really good resource. Okay, so I'm going to bring it back to standing by our own faith so we are firm. Now, one of the ways that we can do that if we're on the go, if we are running around the house or at work in the car, is to flood yourself with scripture. If you take a look at your day, split it into three points of time. One is the morning, second is midday, third is the evening. These are going to be your big anchor points. So a big anchor point number one, in the morning, whether it is a quiet time that you get to have in the morning before the kids get up, or maybe it's, you know, some time while the kids are eating breakfast. Three things remind yourself where did you see god work yesterday what was good where did you feel a little bit of peace where did you feel a little bit of strength you're going to thank god for that you're going to thank god for his presence and you're going to thank god that he is doing good in your life if you have trouble because honestly sometimes i do as well i'm going to think about what i'm grateful for oh yesterday Dinner time went really well. No one complained about the food. We had great conversations. That's a blessing. Number two in this big morning anchor is to prepare for today. So you're going to pray, and then you're going to make sure that you are acknowledging who God is. God, I'm praying for a doctor's appointment today. I'm scared of what the results could be. But God, I know you are in control. I know you are working all things for good, no matter what happens with the results. And then, third, embrace his word. Take a Bible verse, whatever speaks to you, and then take 10 different post its or pieces of paper and write the verse on each one. And I'll tell you what to do with that in a minute. Okay, anchor number two is your midday reset. So, in the middle of the day, five minutes, 10 minutes, two minutes, take a minute to read the Bible. This is not about going over the morning. This is about learning more about who God is. And through that, your heart is going to change. Your mind is going to change and be transformed for the rest of your day. So I talked more about that in the last episode. So go check that out if you like. And then the third anchor is your evening. So this is a chance to reflect on where you saw God work. Big or small, long or fleeting, This is a really good way to conclude your day with more peace and more faith. All right, so there are your three anchors. If you want a tool to record your prayers and just track your spiritual growth, I have two notebooks that have come out. One is called the Growing Closer to God Journal, which is for your morning and evening anchors. And then the second is called the Joy Daily Planner, which is a combined prayer journal plus daily scheduler. So I'll have those in the show notes. Okay, so what do you do in between? Remember that Bible verse that we were talking about earlier? Well, you're going to use that to keep yourself flooded with scripture between those anchors. Remember those 10 post-its I was talking about earlier? Now, where the heck do you put all of those? Well, ask yourself this one question. What do your eyes see? And then go through your day. So as an example, if you're at home, you wake up in the morning, you go to the bathroom. Okay, great. Put it next to the toilet. Second, you look at the bathroom mirror. Great. The mirror is a perfect spot. You go get dressed. Put it in the closet. You go get some coffee. Put it on your coffee machine. Oh, now you're hungry. So you open up the fridge. Oh, perfect spot. Put it right there on your fridge shelf. You make your breakfast and then you go sit down. The kitchen table, another fantastic spot. Now, obviously, if you're doing your morning reflection, your first morning anchor, after you do some of those things, or maybe it's while your kids are eating breakfast, or maybe it's, you know, after they go to school. What I just said may not make sense, but you do go to the bathroom multiple times. You do look at the mirror to go wash your hands multiple times during the day. So, you know, some of those things can still apply and are great areas to post a Bible verse. All right, so say you uh, get in your car to go drop off your kids at school, or you get in the car to go to work. Oh, the dashboard is a perfect spot to put a Bible verse. And then let's take a look at your working space. If you homeschool, maybe that's the desk where your kids do their work. If you're working, maybe it's your in-home office. You have a desk, a computer monitor, even your coffee mug. All of these places are high visual spots. So we want to put our Bible verse right there. Now there are two other spots that I'm calling always with you places. One is your phone. Two is your body. Specifically, your arms and your fingers. And so what I like to do here is for my phone, I'll put a truth about God and sometimes it's as simple as trust God or he has a plan or I have one uh, that says, what more will he do for you with a a graphic of a sparrow referring to, you know, God taking care of the birds. How much more will he take care of you? Uh, That Bible verse. So, use your phone background, or sometimes it's called the lock screen, in order to remind yourself of God and be alert of his presence. Often, our mind is going to follow what we see. So, if we're constantly looking at our phone, which we all are, right? (laughs) Tell me I'm not alone in that. You're going to constantly be feeding yourself truth. And that truth will in turn grow your faith, which is going to grow your trust which will ultimately grow your peace. So when it comes to the body parts, as I said, arms and fingers, this is a new thing that I've been doing and I absolutely love it. And it's super fun too. I bought temporary tattoo markers. Now I don't have any real tattoos because I am frightened of needles. You know how you have to get your blood drawn uh, for, I forget, some test when you're pregnant. I would turn my head as Far away from that needle as possible. (laughs) Minus piercings. I can do needles from piercings. Maybe because it's a much faster process and it's just kind of like, boop, you're done. So, anyway, I can't do tattoos, but I wanted a way to memorize scripture and tell myself to trust God as I'm going about my day because I quickly forget. I will do my morning devotional and then as soon as that book closes, like, I'm done. It's flown out of my mind. Or it stays for maybe, I don't know, half an hour until something else in the world grabs my attention. So I bought these temporary tattoo markers and I put them on my hands and my arms because that's where I'm looking a lot. You know, I didn't realize that before, but um, every time I'm looking at my phone, I'm holding it with my hand, it's right there. Every time I'm typing on the computer, oh, my hands are right there. Uh, Every time I am making dinner, hands right there. And what a blessing it is, right? To have these hands that can do all of these things and hold things and make meals. And I mean, when you just sit and think about what your body can do, it is truly a masterpiece. Okay, so anyway, uh, what do I do? What do I draw on my fingers and arms? Well, sometimes it is scripture. I'll take the first letter of each word in a piece of scripture and write that on my arm. Uh, Other times, I'll write TG for trust God I will also put a cross on there sometimes, and I'm not super artistic. My mom is the artistic one. She does oil paintings and she is a fantastic, amazing, amazing artist. I did not get that gift. (laughs) So, my little tattoos are not amazing works of art, but that doesn't matter, right? Because the ultimate goal here is to build my faith. I'm trying to grow my faith and I don't need perfect, beautiful, aesthetically pleasing art to do so. In fact, that might actually be a hindrance. Which brings me to this next point. We all know that memorizing scripture is powerful, but personally for me, sometimes I get tripped up trying to memorize a Bible verse word for word. And then I don't end up memorizing it at all. And my mom brain is getting so bad. I don't know about you, but it's getting just harder and harder for me to remember things. So trying to memorize scripture for me is really hard. But you know, putting post-its up with the Bible verse definitely helps. The tattoo markers really help as well. But I really try not to get tripped up when I can't remember every single word of a verse. So here's what I do. After I read it a few times, because it's really important not to misinterpret the Bible verse, I ask myself, what do I really need to know? So I'll give you an example. Romans 8, 6. This is one of my favorite ones. Letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. So that's from the New Living Translation version. Now here's what the ESV says. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. And one more from KJV that I pulled. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. They all use different words. That's why I'm saying don't get tripped up trying to memorize a verse word for word if it's hindering you from actually seeding that verse into your mind and your heart so that you're using it as the sword of the spirit, right? Which is from Ephesians 6, 17, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So if trying to memorize a verse word for word, you're getting really frustrated and you just end up not doing it at all, then you're not going to have that sword of the spirit at all. Every day we're going into battle, my friend, and wearing the armor of God is not intended to be pristine or unbattled or perfect. So what I do is I read it a few times and then I pull the main points out of it. So in Romans 8, 6, sinful nature controlling mind leads to death. Spirit controlling mind leads to life and peace. So that's what I'm reminding myself. I even put a tattoo on my finger that said sinful nature with an arrow, death. And then under that, I said spirit with another arrow, life and peace. So again, when you're doing this, you have to be careful that you're not misinterpreting or misreading the verse. Uh, So that's why I encourage you to read it a few times. If you can memorize it, fantastic. If you have tips for memorization, send them my way because I need them all. But if you are having a lot of trouble, that's a tip you can try. All right. So to recap, if you look at your day, Your three big anchors, the morning, the midday, and the evening. Everything around those anchors, use those post-it notes. Use those pieces of paper, the tattoo markers. Use your phone and flood yourself with the word of the Lord. All right, my friend, that's all I have to say today. I hope you have a beautiful, wonderful Mother's Day this weekend. If you are looking for a last-minute Mother's Day gift for yourself, for a friend, for your mom, for your sister, aunt, whoever, go check out the Joy Daily Planner. That is the prayer journal plus daily scheduler combined notebook. It's going to make sure that you are looking at your prayers as much as you're looking at your to-do list. And second, the Growing Closer to God journal which is where you're going to document all of the wonderful, beautiful things that God is doing in your life to become a tangible living testimony. All right, friend, have an awesome rest of your day, and I'll catch you again next time for a cup of coffee with a side of faith, wisdom, and hope.